I've been 40 days without coffee, and this might be very confusing for those who follow me on this podcast. As you know, I love coffee. I drink coffee every day. I've been drinking coffee every day all my life. And 40 days without coffee is a first for me, for sure. So today I'm going to talk to you about why I had to stop and why I think you should give it a go as well. I'm Renata Bernardi, and this is the Job Hunting Podcast, where I interview experts and professionals and discuss issues that are important for job hunters and those who are working to advance their careers. So make sure that you subscribe and follow, and let's dive right in. Job hunting without coffee? It's possible, and it's actually now a recommendation of mine why you should consider it and why you should give up on caffeine at least for a while is the topic of today's episode. So around September 2021, I was really unwell physically. My work is fine. My job is fine. But I've been struggling with whatever, we don't know yet what it is, for quite some time, a few years now. And it's been exacerbated by my perimenopause symptoms, but it's not just menopause. So we're doing a whole bunch of tests, including blood tests and stuff to find out. It's nothing serious. It's not going to kill me. Don't worry. I'm fine. But one of the things that my doctors have asked me to do is an elimination diet. So I am on an elimination diet for the past 40 days and there is another three weeks to go before I start reintroducing some foods and drinks like caffeine. The reason why I have done this is because I am doing a low histamine diet. Now, I want to talk about this very briefly. I'm not a, a medical professional. I'm a career coach. But I know that um, it's spring season in Australia. A lot of people struggle with hay fever. The pollen count in Melbourne at this time is ridiculous. And I want to give you a few tips if you are very prone to hay fever and environmental allergies like I am. So smells, different smells. My husband put perfume this morning and I sneezed nonstop for five minutes. So if that's you, <laughs> um, uh, uh, you might be able to relate. Melbourne is a terrible place for people with hay fever to live. I didn't know that when I moved here, but so be it. I love this town and I'm going to stick to it. But we have a, a phenomenon here called asthma thunderstorm. If you don't know what this is, Google it. Uh, it's a long explanation, but basically... The pollen just goes up in the clouds. The clouds break down the pollen and throw it back at us. And it's very thin and tiny little particles that can get to your lungs and basically kill you. Like, I kid you not, it's very sad. We have lost people during thunderstorm asthma events here in Melbourne. Um, there was a, a terrible one in, I think, 2014 or 2016, a few years back. So we're very careful. I have um, an app. Um, called Melbourne Pollen, and it, I will put the link to the app below. It, you know, is uh, organized by University of Melbourne academics and researchers that count the pollen throughout this um, metropolitan area and I think some regional areas as well. 
and tell us if the pollen count is extreme, it's high, moderate or low. And they also forecast thunderstorm asthma events together with the Bureau of Meteorology, the BOM here in Australia. And I follow it to the like max. <laughs> I will not go out and exercise outside if it's an extreme or even high pollen count during the spring season. I only exercise indoors unless it's low or moderate. And that's because I am very prone to hay fever. I feel very unwell. And it's not just, you know, the sneezing and the itchiness and the, the hives that I get. Um, it just makes it gives you a lot of fatigue and um you get really tired and i i'm really sort of hard worker and i have a lot of clients right now at this time of the year so i can't really stop um i felt for my older son who is like me very prone to allergies during this time it's now november october november in australia is when uh, students do their exams for um, university entrance. It's called VCE. Um, high school students are doing exams. University students are doing exams. And I know many kids struggle during this time to do well in their exams because of the brain fog and the fatigue that um, hay fever can cause. So in addition to hay fever, um, and, and that, you know, if you are familiar with hay fever, you take antihistamines. Um, there is histamines in food. I, I didn't know that until a couple of months ago when I started to have lots of other symptoms related to things that I was eating. And I think it's just like a cup. And you, if you imagine your body is a cup and it's filled with histamines, if, it, if you eat more and if you have that environmental factor, um, it sort of overflows. And that's why my symptoms were completely out of control. I was very itchy, lots of hives everywhere, eczema, rosacea, um, plus the common um, histam sort of hay fever um, symptoms, plus also IBS and some good symptoms, so some tummy issues as well. Um, so yet yeah, the elimination diet has been working really well for me. It, this has been a long time in the making. Like we really didn't know what I had, you know, and we're still still considering a few other things. So it may even be that I have something else. But for now, the low histamine diet uh, is working really well. Just to give you an idea of how high in histamine my diet was, um, things and I was because I'm so healthy and I, I love to eat healthy like many of you do and I insist you know I've interviewed nutritionists here on this podcast because I think it's so important if you're job hunting if you're stressed about issues that are happening in your career in your professional life one of the things that you can control is what you eat so I've always talked about healthy foods and, and whatnot now Imagine this, strawberries, walnuts, cashews, chocolate, cocoa, sunflower seeds, citrus fruits, tomatoes, avocados, um, dried fruits. Everything that I'm talking about has in impacts on that histamine intolerance. Some of them are histamine-containing foods like um, dried fruits, avocados. Others are foods that... Um, are liberators of histamine so they don't have histamines but they they help your body liberate more histamines that we produce inside our bodies and that's like strawberries alcohol uh, chocolate and so on and then you have coffee which is a dao inhibitor so dao 
is something you produce inside your tummy to help you break down the histamines. And if you're drinking coffee all day long, like I was up until September, <laughs> um, you are inhibiting your ability to break down the histamines in food. And so that's why I had to stop. And it's not just coffee. It's also black tea. So my Earl Grey and my chai, I can't drink that. Um, and energy drinks. So if you drink energy drinks, that's also a DAO inhibitor. And DAO, again, had never heard about this before, but I now buy this supplement. So if I'm going out for lunch, so today I'm going out for lunch with my son, I will take a capsule of that DAO supplement just because when I'm out, I can't control everything that's on the plate because I'm not the one doing the cooking. So I take that. And that has been really great too. I've noticed, like I used to go out for lunches and dinners and breakfast with friends and come back feeling awful. Now, when I take that DAO supplement, I come back and I'm fine. So it's definitely working for me, which makes me really sad <laughs> because I love coffee and I love avocados and bananas and and all sorts of things. So after that elimination diet is assessed by the gastro and the dietitian, I am really hoping that we will start reintroducing uh, things that I love back into my diet again. This is um, coincidentally a diet that a lot of people that are struggling with long COVID are also ad adopting. And I, I wouldn't be able to explain to you why. You would just have to Google and, and find out. I can put some links in the episode show notes. It's just coincidentally that I figured it out because once I started researching it by myself, um, after I started a diet, um, a lot of the things I was Googling was making me land into long COVID websites. Anyhow, so that's why I stopped drinking coffee. It wasn't like something I had planned to do because I think coffee is a great tool for job hunting. And if I'm telling you to stop drinking it, you know, what has changed? And I want, this is something that since I did that episode about managing caffeine intake for job interviews, I have read about this and thought about it. And I wanted to introduce this into my discussion with my clients and uh, with my listeners in the future. And now is the time since I am now your guinea pig and I'm experimenting with my own body, how it feels not to have any caffeine in my body. So um, I haven't done this in a long, long time, just some, for some background, right? So this experiment of ours, um, I want you to know that I have had a, um, a, a whole French press of coffee every day for as long as I can remember, from 9 a.m. in the morning up into 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Never after that, but that's the time that I used to drink coffee. And I have only stopped drinking coffee ever before when I was in my first year of university back in 1990. So that was a long time ago. And I didn't like it. So I, I didn't drink coffee for probably longer than 40 days. I remember it was probably a whole semester of uni. And I didn't like it. And I went back to coffee. I think I was still drinking tea, though, because I've always been a, a very big tea drinker, which is very uncommon in my home country. At least it was back then. And I, I love tea and I always drank at least tea, if not coffee. So um, now I have then went completely cold turkey. One day I had to stop and 
I will tell you how those first two weeks went after I stopped drinking coffee. They were the two weeks from hell. <laughs> uh, look, there's a, a few other factors uh, interfering with that. You know, I started changing not only coffee, but, you know, what I uh, was eating as well. But the food didn't bother me so much because you just replace, you know, strawberries with blueberries. You replace um, avocados and bananas with other fruits like peaches. Um, you know, there's still a lot of greens. And I always ate very healthy. I didn't feel like it changed too much. I couldn't eat walnuts, but I can eat macadamias. So it's kind of a crazy diet, this low histamine diet. Uh, you have to really have a, a list of um, approved and endorsed uh, nuts and veggies and fruits and everything to understand it. So the diet was is very great. I love it. I'm eating super healthy. I think I've never eaten as healthy as now. Um, and I'm really not missing out on anything. I don't feel like missing. I'm not really not missing out on anything, really. I can eat whatever I want, um, whenever I want. So that's really great. But living without any type of caffeine was an adjustment. And two weeks of um, hell was then followed by a, a very different Renata. And I always knew I was different without coffee because I had done that before when I was a, a young adult at university. And I feel completely different. I don't know about you. I'd love to hear what happens to you when you stop drinking coffee. It's my mind is there's a clarity of mind and a slowness to your mind that it had scared me in the past. I think with maturity now, I'm actually embracing this and I'm feeling really good about it. I'm more mindful of my body's needs to rest, to eat, to move. I know it's my body telling me to do what I need to do and not the caffeine that is impacting on my energy levels. My mind is quieter, not completely quiet because I'm a thinker and I'm always, you know, ruminating about stuff, but it definitely has slowed down. I also find it easier to shut down at the end of the day and just rest and not continuously think about you guys, you know, my clients, what's going on. You know, to give you, you know, everybody's very busy, right? But I have at the moment 16 private clients. I just finished group coaching with 19 clients. And in addition to that, there's still the one on one consultations and the LinkedIn audits on top of all of that. So I'm always, I have lots of interesting people issues that I need to deal with all the time. So it's very hard to switch off. And I have noticed that without the caffeine, I have been able to switch off more easily and my sleep quality has improved. So I have kept with my normal routine, which many of you know, it's in the optimized job search schedule of um, meditating early in the morning, uh, relaxing at night. So nothing has changed except the caffeine. And still, I noticed a very big difference. Now, Let's switch gears and talk about you and why I'm recommending that you, job seeker, busy professional, stressed out executive, consider stopping with coffee for at least a while. 
not forever. Coffee has lots of benefits. It's a great antioxidant. It helps in so many ways to maintain your energy levels. I'm a big fan still, and I want to go back to it eventually. The reason why I'm recommending it is threefold. First of all, we're now in November, and as you know, the festive season is crazy, and you are about to be, you know, involved in all of that. So it's a great time to consider toning it down. And one thing that you can control is the caffeine intake, not just reducing it, but if you remove it, you might find that you will have the same benefits that I have had. I know the two weeks are tough. They were very tough for me and it could be shorter for you. It could be longer. I don't know. But once you overcome that, it, it's really great and it might help you switch off during that time when your job, if you're currently working, will will slow down at the end of the year. If you're in Southern Hemisphere and if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it doesn't slow down so much, but you still have that benefit of the ability to rest uh, during the festive season, taking that much needed time to reset. So be kind to yourself. Pumping your body with a stimulant like caffeine should be should not be something we take for granted and it should be something that we manage better. And that takes me to my second uh, reason. When you bring it back after, let's say, a four-week hiatus, you can then do what many athletes do with caffeine. You can include it when you need it. A lot of athletes, and I have read this and I'll try to incorporate the, um, the articles in the show notes below so you can read it too if you're interested. They do stop caffeine um, and then drink it when they need it so that the caffeine as a, as a stimulant and an energy drink can be more effective. You know, if I am assuming once I start drinking coffee again, based on the research that I have read, coffee will be you know, it will be much stronger for me as a stimulant and an energy energy drink than it was before because my body was used to it. So um, if you are job hunting, you can then really time your intake of caffeine much better because you know you get the maximum effect. And I'm all about hacking, you know, and I think that this is a great way of using caffeine when you need it, you know, when you have to do that job application when you have to go um, to that job interview and perform really well. Listen to my other episode about caffeine intake and job interviews. I will put the link in the show notes for you. And I think that when you include caffeine or coffee back into your diet, you might have that, that boost effect that it provides so many athletes that do this. Athletes are not allowed to take a whole bunch of stuff that could help them with their performance. So caffeine is an important um, stimulant and energy um, drink for athletes. So that's why there's so many research done with athletes. And um, I will put the link in, in the show notes below for you. And the third and most interesting aspect of um, stopping the caffeine for a while is this idea of resetting, you know, resetting your body to what it 
what it is naturally and figuring out how you're actually feeling about things, about life, about work, about yourself, about everything. And I know it's a bit scary, <laughs> but caffeine has this effect, at least on me, of amplifying everything, you know, and making things way more high energy than they really are. And things have really, I've, I have noticed that sometimes if I don't meet a deadline, I go, well, you know, it's not like I'm curing cancer. <laughs> it's okay. And it has really taken that edge out of, out of me. And I, I really needed that, especially after such a busy two years. I cannot stress to you enough how busy it's been. Um, I never imagined when I started this career coaching project and business that I would be doing this during a pandemic. So I have been go, go, go nonstop since then. And it has taken a toll on, on my health and I can't be unwell for my clients. I have, I have to be always at my best. Um, they need me to be at my best. And I'm very proud of, you know, showing up always 100% when I'm with clients because they need my support, my coaching and my full attention and energy. So the idea of resetting and knowing how I'm actually feeling, how I'm actually feeling without any stimulant might be something that you want to engage as well and do as well. If you don't know, how you feel without caffeine, if you have no idea, that's a good clue that this might be a good thing for you to do to stop drinking it for at least a month. In talking about Reset, the Reset Workshop is back. Reset Your Career is back. And I, I love that word, Reset. I've seen it thrown around a lot these days because of the great resignation and people are talking, well, instead of great resignation, potentially could do a great reset instead. And I agree that the great reset has to be done before the great resignation. And if you are by yourself ruminating ideas about your career, it will be a great opportunity for you to validate those ideas with me during the reset workshop because you are a great professional, a great executive, skilled, you understand what you need to do at your job. You have years of experience. But that doesn't necessarily mean you know how to pivot, that you know how to job hunt and do the recruitment and selection process, especially after a pandemic. Things have changed, my friends, have changed a lot. Not only the process itself with a lot of technology involved with video interviews, um, and whatnot, and we've discussed this before, but also the uh, mindset of recruiters and employers, what they're looking for, what sort of things are enabling professionals like you to change sectors, transfer your skills, how to show at interviews with that executive presence that now mostly needs to be done online. And I have really up-to-date information for the reset this time. I've always had, you know, I, you know, I always think I might be able to recycle some of the content from previous years, but this time I feel like it needs to be completely revamped. We are walking into 2022 with a completely different mindset 
from 2019. And the Reset Your Career Workshop needs to reflect that and address it to make sure that you make the best decisions for your career. And we're also adding the templates that everyone wants, right? Resume templates, cover letter templates, plus all of the guidebooks, workbooks, and templates that we've always had in the Reset Your Career program from previous years, which are still very relevant. And I'm just going to update them to reflect any changes in the job market and based on the intelligence that I have gathered. I hope that you can join me. It's on Thursday, the 25th of November, Melbourne time. But if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, in the Americas or in Europe, UK, that is the 24th of November. It's a Wednesday for you. It's going to be recorded live. It's going to be four hours long. I know it's a long time, but we can do it. It's important. And then it's going to live forever inside the Reset Your Career platform. And you can go back and listen to the workshop again. You can access all the documentation in there. It's yours. And uh, that's really how I like to do this because I like the live experience because it allows you to ask questions and allows me to really have a finger on the pulse of what's happening to you based on the questions, right? So it's really beneficial for me as I'm, I have the, the content uh, that I want to deliver prepared, but I'm going to be reacting to what you actually want to know. And then the workshop and all the documentation is available to you and you can go back to it at any time. And in addition to that, the Reset Your Career program includes a 31-day of action plan, and people love it. I'm so, so impressed by the messages I get from people that use the 31 days of action plan, and it's being praised by experts. I knew I was onto something when I created it. I didn't know it was going to be this great. So it's been really good to keep the routine that you start from that reset date of the workshop you can actually start the action plan at any time and you can restart it at any time as well. You activate it inside the platform and let's say you want to start it on a Monday, you want to start it on the 1st of January, you want to start it when you come back from holidays, you can do that. And then it kickstarts um, an email a day for you for 31 days. Every email has one action that you need to do and it just takes out the overwhelm and the stress and the not knowing what to do first, um, which is really annoying because, you know, there's so much that you need to do to activate that career plan of yours. And it's a bit overwhelming. And some people are sometimes all over the place with that. And by doing it this way with the action plan, it just helps you get into the groove and the routine and building that routine as well, which I know sometimes is hard to, to build. I've spoken about this before. Any routine is hard to build, not just job hunting routines or career planning routines. So, yes, I am very excited. I hope you join me. I hope you consider what I'm suggesting with this episode of reducing your caffeine intake, actually stopping your caffeine intake for a month and then using caffeine very strategically in the future. Goodbye for now. Have a great week and I'll see you next time. Bye.